here in the studio at WNYC in New York, Nick Casal, who's first deputy director for, of security for counterterrorism at the Metropolitan Transportation Authority here in New York. Nick, welcome. Thank you. And uh, you've been listening to uh, Edgar and uh, Callie up there in Boston. Any sort of thoughts about timing, about the investigation, about what us uh, civilians might be getting wrong in thinking about what's happened here? Well, I guess, first of all, we all want to diminish uh, the success of a bomber. Uh, while it most likely is going to be a crude bomb, it's going to be a bomb maybe constructed out of uh, black powder or gunpowder. Uh, it's not going to be as sophisticated as an improvised explosive device as we see in a war zone or a military ordinance. But we have to look at it this. He's been successful. And they've been successful in, in discharging two blasts. Uh, the blast was situated uh, where they wanted and with depraved indifference, the maximum amount of damage. Uh, what's also interesting is nobody has made a call taking credit for the incident. Uh, normally, you define a terrorist event as somebody who wants to change the thinking, the ideology of a government. That's, that's kind of what terrorism goes towards and inflicting terror among the people so that the people will not assemble again that they're always in fear of the potential act of terror. That gets their political uh, points across. Can I, can I uh, figure out a distinction here? The White House and people in Washington were very careful not to call this an act of terrorism or to say this was a terrorism incident. Obviously, terror is what's on the streets of Boston. Uh, describe the d- difference between uh, some uh, lone wolf and some organized uh, organization taking uh, credit for something like this from your perspective as an investigator? Well, in Boston, as in other major cities, you're going to have a, a a primary focus organization running this this investigation. And we hear the FBI is and the Boston police. It's actually going to fall between the Joint Terrorist Task Force, which is led by the FBI and Boston detectives, but it's also made up of other components of state troopers and, and other uh, alcohol, tobacco, firearms, immigration. So it's a combined investigative effort. What their mission is, is terrorist investigations, to identify, to build cases up, to do surveillance, to, uh, to secure enough evidence to prosecute terrorists. And in their mission statement, it's defined what is a terrorist act. And that MOU is passed around between law enforcement. Then we have the lone wolf. We like to think of the lone wolf as, as the, the individual most likely who sympathizes with a politically motivated cause but not part of that organization. But don't have a discount two other things uh, or three other things, the serial killer, the psychopath, and the grudge, motivation that we do not know. At this point, we don't know the motive of the incident. The motive could be... To a- anything. It's, and you don't really want to speculate. Yeah, well, those are frightening uh, scenarios that you've described there, even though they are familiar. Callie and Edgar, uh, jump in here if you have a question for Nick. Um, Nick, one of the things that has not been dispelled, we, we, they've been back and forth with it, is that whether or not they found some undetonated devices. Uh, and it was suggested they were one was found near a hotel, the other one in an undisclosed location. It, it, that in and of itself, that piece of information, though though not confirmed, as I've said, makes me think that that has to be something more than domestic terrorism. That feels very coordinated to me, and it's, needless to say, extremely scary. What do you think, Nick? Well, one of the things you have to look at is people become very sensitive to secondary incidents. Um, and a lot of times people start speculating on, on 
what is ordinary now becomes out of the ordinary. I think originally there, there was some talk about an incident at the Kennedy Library, which is a, a fair distance from Boston. A fire. Yeah. yeah. Right. But when, when you, you, you look at this in the totality of it, um, you, you got to remain focused. You have, you have a sufficient amount of cameras. You have a sufficient amount of, of uh, physical evidence there. And that's the basis where the investigation is going to center. Any, any belief that there are going to be secondary devices um, that have been recovered and are you know, known to the law enforcement and not yet revealed to the press, uh, I, don't, I don't see that right now by this, this type of bombing. We have two bombs that go off almost simultaneously, which could either be triggered by cell phone or more probably by timer. And then to have ancillary bombs uh, uh, throughout uh, would would require uh, more sophistication, and yet that would go back right, to right, the, right. the quality of bomb. But a lot of confidence there from Nick Casal, New York City's uh, Metropolitan Transit Authority's first deputy director of security for counterterrorism. Confidence that there is enough evidence out there with the cameras and with the eyewitnesses to possibly do something. Nick, thanks for being with us. Thank you. At Radiolab, we love nothing more than nerding out about science, neuroscience, chemistry. But but we do also like to get into other kinds of stories. Stories about policing or politics, country music, hockey, sex, of bugs. <laughs> Regardless of whether we're looking at science or not science, we bring a rigorous curiosity to get you the answers. And hopefully make you see the world anew. Radiolab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get your podcasts.